Hey, yo, it is March 15th, 2022. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa. Alfred is off tonight, and I just have to be real. He wanted me to communicate this message he sent me by text. He said, no Nikita Lions means no Alfred on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So take that, NXT 2.0. In protest, Alfred is sitting tonight out. Uh, it's the first time in months we have not had something from Nikita Lyons on NXT, and uh, Alfred just couldn't take it. Yeah, I, I I understand, but I plan on doing the same thing because of no Nikita Lyons. So I feel like Alfred just like kind of like you know jumped up like he was on top of the list. I was like, yo, I was about to text the same thing. Now I have to do the show. You so know, next, next time, time Nikita Lyons is not on, I get the night off, and, and Nick, Alfred no. has to come in. I'll do one better. Next time Nikita Lyons isn't on, no podcast. We don't no even podcast. we don't even recognize that NXT 2.0 existed if Nikita Lyons isn't on the air. I will say one thing though, Glenn. I do question his fandom for Tony D'Angelo now I know. because Tony D'Angelo had an excellent segment, and if that didn't talk Alfred into coming back, is he a poser? We're gonna have to find out. We're gonna have to dig deep, Glenn. I know he was that though. He was that adamant about it. And uh, yeah. he just said he had to go to Applebee's and drown his sorrows. So, Applebee. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, uh, so NXT 2.0, a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh, more build for Stand and Deliver. We had surprises. Oh, my God. It was like my GM mode from WWE 2K22 was in full effect <laughs> tonight. But because not only did we have Dolph and bobby rude on nxt we had the miz making an appearance we had ray and dominic mysterio showing up i mean this was just crazy this was like uh, 2k22 come to life did you break down and buy the game finally not yet okay i spent some time over the weekend <laughs> i have complaints did you, so you bought it so you i bought did it. buy it i did buy it i've been playing okay. it i like my gm mode although it's a little simple once you figure out the routine to it um but i don't like in my rise that get this i my character glenergy has won the nxt north american championship three times and the nxt championship twice and yet it still shows all the champions as vacant and every time immediately after i win that it spits me out into another storyline not acknowledging that i'm the champ so some things are seriously broken in the game the gameplay oh, so they're is treating okay. like Sammy saying when he yes. came back with the IC title and they were like, you're not the IC champion. It's a bro. conspiracy. <laughs> um, and is. this is uh, something they've had in all years. And I don't know how they fix this. You've played the past games. I don't like that. There's the reversal where you have a split second to hit a button and reverse. Yeah. And if you don't, you just have to wait out like a three minute I sequence know. of someone beating you up. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. That one actually always bothered me because it's like I'm not I'm not that alert. Like I can't do all that. Yeah, it's so <laughs> annoying in these matches and it makes it it, it makes it makes it feel a uh, choreographed for lack of a better term. It doesn't feel as spontaneous as it could. So it's a very realistic game. Yes, it's very realistic. <laughs> um I mean and the graphics too, I feel like there's also a little bit of a bait and switches and they've shown us very good like they've shown us the best graphics but there's some talent i don't want to call out who but there's some talent that has like very angular faces and very sort of like harsh expressions so you can tell who they went to and to the graphic team and we're like yeah. you need to nail this one and then the other one they just looked at the first draft and they were like yeah that's fine <laughs> and there's some and i don't want to call it out but there's some like i can't believe they did my guy or my girl like call it that. out glenn call it oh, out it's so unfortunate and and the motion capture okay. they motion capture the moves they didn't like motion capture any facial expressions because everyone sits there with this dead eye stare while like their mouths. I mean, it's just, I don't get it, man. I feel like every year those commercials are so good, but like they're lying to us less this year, but they're still lying to us. They're still lying to us. Yeah. 1000%. Those commercials are never the real thing until you get the game and play it and, and kind of like mess around with it. And I just don't understand. I don't understand why they can't perfect some of this stuff. It's very right. disappointing. It's still a fun game. I feel like I'm they had two years. Before. They had two yeah. years for this one. <laughs> but you'll see it when you play it, where there's just like some weird shit going on in the game uh, that's, that has no reason to be broken. And uh, yeah, I'm bummed. I'm just, I'm just bummed. And uh, I'm probably gonna play it a little bit more. I think the last one they came out with, I played it for like an hour, and then I was just, I, I mean, I didn't it's buy probably two K twenty. Yeah. 
I didn't buy it and it breaks my heart because Roman and Becky is my two favorites, you know, on the yeah. cover. But I just like, as soon as I started seeing the reviews, I was like, I already spent very little time playing 2K games. So yeah. it was like, I'm not going to spend my money. You know, I'm pretty sure you can, you could get it like what, two months later for like, I waited. Bucks. That's what I did with <laughs> yeah. 2K20. I waited, bought it on sale, played it for an hour. And then I was just like, this is dumb. Um, Got it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And and how, how how like this is a video game thing in general, but it's the year 2022. We are almost 30 years into the 3D rendered era. And how do they still not understand how teeth work or should look and be represented in someone's jawline and smile? Like how do the teeth still look so like you know what the teeth look like? Remember the the early version of The Simpsons? Where it was like the really rough, weird drawings. Yeah. Like oh that's what God. the teeth yeah. look like on all the characters. Like it just, it looks, it's unsettling if you look at their mouths. You know, I don't get it. I don't understand how it's yes. so off. Uh, yes, but that's so, a great comparison because I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, and, and there's like hundreds of people that work on these games and they have a QA process yeah. and yet stuff is still broke. Uh, not as broke as in past years, but still broke. She'd black buck 99 says her. It looks like a game from the nineties. I mean, parts of it look really nice. And there are some angles where you go, okay, that looks like the 8k camera or that's pretty cool how they did that. But then just weird mm -hmm. other stuff that happens in the game that it's just, how did this make it through to the, the final product? Yeah. You know, and yeah, I still can't as figure as out. As soon as I play it, I'll let you know my opinion. I, I do plan on buying it. I just haven't had the time to. Yeah. Uh, Brian Berry, 499, saying Dave Meltzer said Cody versus Rollins is still on for Mania today. I mean, hey, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get into the Raw ratings in the news, but there was a lot of people in the TL that were watching Raw just for that. You know, I did. I did turn on Raw for the last 10 minutes. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I was thinking maybe, you know, and then like we went back to watching like episodes of quantum leap and young Indiana Jones. Like it was just like, okay, that didn't happen. Now we're, we're done. We're going to do something else with our evening. Uh, I was, but if I'd spent three hours, I would have been pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brian Barry again saying edge last night in his promo said Aquaman costs player Roman Reigns. Uh, oh, uh, Aquaman uh, cosplay. Aqu Aquaman, Aquaman cosplays Roman Reigns. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we have some news before we uh, dive into. We do What's have some on? news, and thanks to Alfred deciding not to be here, I have to deliver the news today. Uh, what an injustice, Glenn. <laughs> so let's talk about Monday Night Raw ratings. A lot of people were tuning in to see if Cody Rose was showing up with the show being in Jacksonville, but the ratings are down from last week. Uh, Monday Night Raw drew an average of 1.7 million viewers. This is down 4.2% from last week's 1.77. So it's not that big of a deal. However, the demo you know, the demo is all that matters here. Oh, yes. Through, uh, Monday Night Raw drew a 0 0.48 rating. And this is up, hear me out, Glenn, 6.66% <gasps> from last week's demo rating of 0 0.45. What do you think wow. about that? That's the news right there, 6.66%. Does that mean Cody Rhodes is coming? Well, maybe. Maybe <laughs> coming as the, uh, the Antichrist. Mark of the Beast. So what do you think about the ratings? You did you did watch the last I did minutes. turn it on for 10 minutes. I know. And I felt like a I felt like a mark. I felt like a sucker for turning that tuning that on. And he, and even was the thing when they cut to the end when it was uh KO and Seth and it was the trademark logo. I'm like, oh, they're faking us out. Something's about to happen. Yeah. And then nope. Well, Raw has had a hard out for a while now. So when I'm seeing yeah. Seth get thin at like 1058. 59 seconds i'm like there's no way this is happening like i get the cliffhanger but you're really gonna debut cody rose to have him on the screen for like a whole 10 seconds i i didn't see it happening at that point yeah. but when raw ended Corey graves used some very choice words that were teasing yeah. a cody rose arrival at some point right at first i was like okay i think it's just us the fans hyping this up but now wwe is playing into it because those words he didn't just say them just to say it so We'll see. We will see. <laughs> um, also in the news, Donda Rosa made a, made a statement that she says that she will earn everyone's respect on AEW Dynamite this Wednesday. As you know, she's set to face Britt Baker in a steel cage match um, in her hometown of San Antonio. 
and she says that she is ready to earn everyone's respect. I think that their lights out match earned respect for the both of them, but obviously we know her history. She lost at um, Revolution and she earned her spot to be number one contender again and they decided to make this a steel cage match. Smart choice, in my opinion, because all the distractions that happened during that match. Do you mm. think Thunder Rosa wins the title finally on Wednesday? On, on TV, on free TV. That would be an upset. Maybe, you know, I hate to say this. I think AEW might need that sort of surprise shot in the arm yeah. to reinvigorate the ratings a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. And and I I think they're a victim of their own, I guess they're a victim of their own success of Britt Baker because there's just nobody else in this um, in this division right now that I believe as a genuine contender that could take that title from Britt Baker. Well, Thunder Rosa, I still have a little bit of hope. If Thunder Rosa doesn't win on Wednesday, I don't know what you do moving forward with Britt Baker, though. It's a problem. I mean, wrestling gets boring when your heels are unbeatable. Thank God for Brock Lesnar. That's the best thing for Roman these last I few months. I say that every day regardless. <laughs> but the, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because there's no one else credible. They haven't built anyone else credible enough for Roman to where it makes sense. Um, and yeah, I think, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to, to make a change. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to this match, especially being a steel cage match. The last time they had that lights out match, yeah. it killed it. And I didn't like their match at Revolution. So I do think they might have a chip on their shoulders and really try to show the world what they can do because Revolution mm. was just nutted in the set of matches that the two of them have had. I never want to talk about that ma match again. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, this is a little bit of good news, positive out, out of something horrible that happened. We saw Biggie uh take a really nasty bump last friday on smackdown i wasn't here live with you guys but that was such a scary spot and it could have been so much worse than what it was but we did find out he did suffer a broken neck um and now biggie um, gave us an update that he's back home from the hospital he was hospitalized for a couple of days in alabama i know a lot of superstars went to see him you see the love for biggie has been incredible in the timeline and everybody just talking so highly about him Biggie is now home recovery, no surgery required. So we wish him a very speedy, fast recovery. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Brian Berry. That's it. I mean, obviously the mm. big news this week is the passing of Scott Hall. We discussed it on the Wink Daily today. May he rest in peace. One of the coolest, coolest freaking wrestling characters in history. You know what's, what's weird? I am normally not intimidated around professional wrestlers <laughs> yeah um at starcast in vegas i had the most random conversations uh because uh one of our clients was sponsoring the event so i was backstage the whole time and i had some of the most random conversations with wrestlers and razor ramon is like my younger brother one of my younger brother's favorite wrestlers of all time i was intimidated i was I was too intimidated to talk to scott hall that was the what? one really there's something about his presence and you know i don't want to um get too into it because that package tonight was making me tear up i mean it's, just, it's yeah. very sad he had a very hard life um especially in these last few decades and i uh, just I, I hope he's at peace me too i was I, I was talking to nick about it today and i was just telling him how he's uh honorable latino because i remember finding out that the man was not actually latino and me my dad and my my myself were so shook by that <laughs> i love <laughs> I that I could have sworn he was one of us, man. And then when I found out he wasn't, I'm like, well, he still is. <laughs> I mean, did you think Al Pacino, and because of Scarface, that Al Pacino was as well? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I tell you one thing. I, I thought, Scott, like, Razor Ramon was more than Scarface. Yeah. When you told me, like, like oh, that was Al Pacino. He's not really, you know, he's not. I didn't care. But when it happened with Razor Ramon, it, it shook me. It shook me. Hey, yo. <laughs> It's a different time, man. But yeah, like, it's a uh, different time. <laughs> oh man, I, st I still haven't had the heart to talk to my to tell my brother. I don't think my brother knows because he doesn't follow wrestling. Ooh. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm not looking forward to that conversation. Um, Mia Lee 499 saying NXT is more entertaining than Raw. I'm sorry, Dominic should have been on NXT. The besties look so far. Tony, Solo, Melo, and Trick, who gets called up first? Um, 
That's a good question. I, I think solo because I think that they're already running out of stuff for him to do. But, you know, yeah. I could almost sneeze. And I don't know if this is a bad thing, but see, I could see solo kind of going into like a Cesaro role on the main roster where he oh, just no. gets to put on. No, I'm talking about the good, the good times of Cesaro where he okay. gets to put on like really technical, impressive matches. Right. With people. Right. I, I say Mellow, Mellow and Trick together. I, I really like their stick. I think they're so organically over and I can see them just going to the main roster right now and fitting right in. Yeah. Now, the thing about Dominic tonight, oh and I God. thought this... I loved him to... I loved him tonight. He looked like he belonged. He looked like he belonged. Well, in NXT. Yeah. There was something about when he did the 619... Maybe it was just the playback of it. I need to watch it again. But he looked like he was kind of at the end of the match going at dress rehearsal speed. Not like, not full speed. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Why to are that you right? Why are you right? I didn't think about that. Like the match started off well, but you know, he, yeah. Dominic Mysterio hasn't had a lot of really long matches where he's had to carry it one-on-one. Right. Um, And I think... So, so to turn this into a positive, I think some time in NXT would actually do him very well. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Brian Berry, Buck 99 saying that HBO Max will have the new Batman on April 19th. Looking forward to that. Have not seen it yet. So uh, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I, might, I might just catch on HBO Max at this pace. I was going to go to the drive-in, but for a dark move, like, let me, let me be real about the shortcomings of the drive-in. Like the screens aren't that bright. So if you're watching a movie right. with a lot of nighttime scenes, good luck. And with Batman, I think I'm just going to be watching shadows the entire time trying to figure out what's going yeah. on, you know? Yeah, probably. Uh, it's like watching it on a projector. Like it's different. Yeah. Uh, Sheet Black, Buck 99 saying Cena was a boring baby face that didn't lose. Oh, was boring as a baby face. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Brian Barry 499 saying if only they kept Bray, I could see him taking the title from Roman. Nobody's taking the title from Roman. Nobody. You know, if they hadn't fumbled with Braun Strowman so much. Oh, my God. Their feud. Was, I mean, come on. Like, up until up until recently, pre-Tribal Chief, I think that was Roman's best feud on uh, the, the on the main roster. Pre-Tribal Chief. Right, but it was a non-title feud. That's why but, it worked. Braun but Strowman see, never worked in the title picture. I see. I would argue a feud is great. Oh, no. if it doesn't you know what? Leave the you know title. what? I'm sorry. I, hmm. I I take that back. He did fit in in the title picture when he fought for the tag team titles with Nicola. That was perfect spot for him. Triumphant victory. When's Nicholas yes. going in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Undefeated career as Undefeated. a champion in WWE. Yeah. Uh, Brian Barry Bucknight. Brian, I keep looking at the photo, Brian, and I'm trying not to comment on the photo. <laughs> Brian has like the best dating app selfie. I mean, he just looks so happy. He's like projected. Cause you could tell he's in bed. You could tell he's relaxed. You could tell he's not wearing, it looks like he's not wearing a shirt. Maybe it's like a salmon colored shirt or like peach or something. But Brian, I'm, I'm swiping buddy. If I'm coming across you on an app, cause you just look confident, sure of yourself at ease. And I respect it. And I like that you put it out there. I like, in fact, I want to normalize that. Use your dating profile app for everything, not just the dating profile. Use it on your LinkedIn, your Facebook, your Twitter. You got to let the world know you're comfortable with yourself. I mean, yeah. But Brian wants to know who came up with Butch, Vince Logic. I mean, but I'd already forgotten about that. Now I'm being forced how, to live that. How can you forget about that? About Butch. Butch. Listen. And uh, the perfect handle for NXT 2.0, the horny daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny in my head and then funnier when I said it. $2 super chat saying Roman Reigns not on Friday. Issa could take off. Thank you, Roman. Thank you. Like, like the same way that Alfred won't show up here when Nikita Lyons is not on, when Roman Reigns doesn't show up on SmackDown, I'm not going to show up. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's important more than ever in the year 2022 to have standards. Yeah, exactly. You know, look how much society has crumbled. Yeah, and you know when it all started? You know when it all started? When people, when instead of saying, 
have a nice day started saying have a good one when you didn't even want to commit to what you were telling somebody to have a good one of that's when society reached the tipping point towards the despair we're in right now i never thought about that i i can tell you've thought about it for a while i have i think that was the crumbling because people you say have a nice day have a nice rest of your day have a nice evening you know yeah. something have, have a, a pleasant one. night yeah but have a good one what does that even mean yeah yeah but maybe it, it's just a standard so when you tell somebody have a nice day that's how you know you like them when you say have a good one it's just a generic i just have to say it to say it <laughs> just you know what i mean like, that's saying thank you and may something pleasant happen to you in your journeys Right, exactly. Like when I say LOL, am I really laughing? No. But if I send you the crying laughter emoji, I'm laughing. I feel like LOL became punctuation at a certain point. It was like a beat. It, you know? Right? Like yeah. you had to, sometimes I like type it and then I send it out. I'm like, that wasn't even funny. Why did I type I LOL after that sentence? It's, it's like the new version of like, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know dude, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a rest stop in, in a sentence. So tonight at NXT 2.0, we have The Miz out for Miz TV. And The Miz yeah. is out there with Dolph talking about Braun Breaker. How did you feel with The Miz, a personality that has no association with NXT in this incarnation whatsoever? Uh, perhaps his role judging on Tough Enough uh, is the closest he came before. <laughs> Uh, how'd you feel with the Miz? I was gonna say not making a triumphant return, but the Miz like making a visit to NXT. I think Dolph Ziggler being the NXT champion makes it make sense just because we know they have history. They're really good friends. I mean, they're both from Cleveland. So mm. I never, I, I didn't think about it until you just now brought it up. That's like, does it make sense that the Miz is out here? But also during his promo, Dolph Ziggler said the Miz is here. Segment of Miz TV, this is what you get when I'm the NXT champion. And I thought that was a good, <laughs> kind of like a tying together you know That's like, like, if like, you okay. elect me class president we're gonna have pizza on fridays you know i will vote for you i will yeah. vote for you well depending and, on what kind of pizza and you, and, and you never know who's gonna stop by we might have the miss show up listen he was i the miss always dresses so well i just have to give him props i feel like the miss um wardrobe doesn't get talked about enough but best dress every time yeah so there you go you know uh uh you know, on the sitcom, you know, Alfonso tried to promise Michael Jackson was going to show up at his birthday party. Instead, he hired a Michael Jackson impersonator. Uh, Dolph yeah. was actually able to get the Miz. It would have been funnier if he would have got a Miz impersonator. That you could't actually get Miz Dow. Miz yes. Dow. Miss, uh, a Miz opportunity. <laughs> Miz opportunity. I see what you did there, Glenn. Yes. I thought this segment was fun, though. I really yeah, enjoyed the interaction. The Miz, everybody from the main roster just feels like such a big deal in NXT, like automatically. I don't know why, like just seeing them in NXT just, uh, just brings NXT more, I don't know, more of a different allure than what they have going before that. I thought it was fun. Uh, I was waiting little... for Bobby Roode to turn on Ziggler though. Like I really oh, want yeah. Bobby Roode to turn on Ziggler. That would make sense though. I mean, given Bobby's history in NXT, there, there could be Thank something you. interesting there. Make Bobby Roode glorious again. Yes. Uh, but we got LA Knight. Of course we did. Of course L we did. And he held his own against well, the Miz and Dolph Ziggler. I was very impressed. With, I think LA Knight is good, don't get me wrong, but I was very impressed tonight with him. And the crowd, the crowd was behind him. In many ways, LA Knight is the Dolph Ziggler of NXT. Wouldn't that be Champa after he got that promo reminded us how long he's been down there? I was like, holy crap. <laughs> uh, but this was a good build for the main event tonight. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting LA Knight to be the person that came out. I love how they showed us that Brown Breaker was kind of like kicked out of the show earlier on. So it makes sense that you knew it was going to be somebody else and not Brown Breaker. Um, I didn't want Brown Breaker to be the one to try to have a mic battle with the Miss and Dolph Ziggler. I was like, that's not going to go well. But LA Knight was the right answer. This is part of the problem, though, is that you play Braun out like that and you have him not on TV and you have these guys. And when Braun showed up at the end of the evening, I'd already kind of forgotten Braun Breaker was the thing. 
I mean, in a night of right. surprises and events, I don't know. I, I, I think Braun is probably main roster bound sooner rather than later, but I think I they're think playing so. with fire by stripping him of a standing and some really good promos to keep him front and center in the narrative. Right. Yeah. Agreed. It's dangerous. Um, so then we have the North American title match, uh, t- North American title ladder match qualifier, Cameron Grimes versus Santos Escobar. And uh, they got a decent length match. What do you think about Santos yeah. going over? I wasn't expecting it. I feel like they turned Santos and Legado the Fantasma in, in, into a little bit of jobbers recently in NXT, right? They haven't gotten any big significant win. I remember even thinking, do they have something for them? Why did they give him this win? But then later on, we did see they have something for them. And we saw Cameron Grimes put a very good promo, you know, about being defeated. So it makes sense. But I really was not expecting Santos to go over here. I thought it was going to be Cameron Grimes. So I was very shocked by the result. Fun match. I have a bit of a grudge against Grimes because uh, he was fighting dirty in 2K22 against my wrestler, Glenergy. In my eyes, he brought out Jeff Hardy to, like, attack me. It was a whole thing, and I'm wait. Just... But did Jeff Hardy dance before he attacked you? I think he did do a little bit of the dance in the entrance. Here's the other weird thing about 2K22: the roster already feels so outdated, and half these guys are in AEW. I mean, you got like Jeff Hardy, you got Keith Lee, you know, uh, you got William Regal front and center in the game. Like, Oof. there's a lot going on that feels very. You got Swerve. I wrestled against Swerve in the game. You got a lot. Well, there was a one. There was a joke going around every time that NXT. Not a joke, but it's a reality. Remember, every time WWE announced releases, people were like, "Oh my God, the 2K people have to be so angry." <laughs> yeah, but this, but this one, I mean, especially given how many of them have already gone over the competition, it feels very strange. Um, <clears throat> so. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was a good match, though. Uh, Santos winning was surprising to me, and we'll talk about yeah, what uh, Rams had to say. So um, we had build up for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic next week, the Women's Cup. Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai are showing a warning, and then uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai hanging out, which was kind of fun. I love Wendy Chu in this segment. I thought she was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Some of the Dakota Kai, of course, but Wendy Chu's really winning me over recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A-Kid versus Kushida. What did you think A-Kid. of this match? A-Kid. What a name. What a yeah. name. Well, big fan of Radiohead, I think. <laughs> I thought it was an excellent showing for him. Match was a lot of fun. I'm not familiar with him. I don't keep up with NXT UK. So as somebody that's watching him with, you know, like first time eyes, as you would say, I thought he looked great. The finisher looked good. Um, it was like a DDT version. It just looked a little more brutal. But overall, I really, really felt that this was an excellent um, showing for him for his first match. And now he's going to be in a qualifying match for the latter match. So, I mean, good for the good for the A kid. Yeah. I was going to say good for the kid. And then I realized his name is A kid. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was an interesting debut. Um, and Kushida was a very good opponent. Were you familiar with him before tonight? I was not familiar with him before tonight. Yeah, so I was. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, they have to look at him as you know somebody that people are watching with brand new eyes and giving that kind of showing. And I thought they did that. Yeah, uh, but it was cool. I look forward to seeing what a kid does next. But they, he's going to Grayson Waller next week. Did you see that for the qualifying? Oh, match? oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, very curious to see how that goes. What did you think of this backstage segment um, with the Legado del Fantasma and the Mysterio showing up? I, um, I'm not the biggest Mysterios fan. That's being well documented in this podcast. But I will say, as soon as I saw that, like, face-to-face, I was like, uh, okay, I would like to see it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was fun to see people from the main roster just show up unannounced. That really makes it more fun. And I think if you're scrolling through social media and you see that, it will make you say, oh, I'm going to turn up NXT. Like, there, there's going to be a match between them. So I thought it was smart to do it as a surprise. I thought that Ray was just dropping off Dominic at NXT for a little while, you know? <laughs> like like the best friends in the minivan? <laughs> yeah. She's just been like, okay, call me when you need a ride. 
Just send me a text. Here's some nice money. Yeah. Here's some nice money. Also, what's going on with Dominic Mysterio's haircut? If he's having NXT, he should stop by the barbershop. I was like, going to say, like, barbershop there. did this monstrosity on the side of my head, and I was looking at Dominic tonight, and I was like, dude, you have no excuse to be cutting your own hair. You have access to stylists. I did this when I was just trimming my beard. You know, like, come on. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, you got access Not to it. Beard. Go see Not the glam it. squad backstage. He needs to talk to Melo and hit up the barber shop and let them Seriously. fix him up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> or just, I mean, here's the thing. Any look, cutting your own hair is challenging and his haircut looks like he cut his own hair. Cause that's what you do when you cut your hair. Like I just, I'm just going to shave what I can see and I don't want to futz with the mirror. Um, but look, man, like you're telling me that Ray and Dominic can't just clean up the sides and the back for each other and at least do a little bit of a tighter job. Maybe they didn't have like a like a step tool thingy for Ray to step in so that he could reach. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what happened. Maybe Ray was cutting from like down here and he couldn't see. It's all downhill from here, folks. That was that was the high point of the podcast tonight. <laughs> um, but look, Dom, you can buy, you can buy a Floby still and you can afford one there. There are a couple hundred bucks, but I think it'll, it'll make it all easier. You just need that in a vacuum and you're good. Brian Barry, 499 saying NXT call-ups are getting drafted to the jets or Jags. Your carrier goes down the toilet, your career. Okay. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, it is strange. Yeah. Call up history. Yeah. We'll see if it's better. Some people have gone on to do such amazing things and some people just go on to do absolutely nothing. So, you know, it's very 50-50 right now. We'll see what happens when the NXT 2.0 generation starts getting called up and how they treat them. Yeah. I mean, Finn Balor was the best of the call-ups in terms of... Well, okay. I mean, I almost don't count that it was so long ago. But, uh, right, right. But you got to remember Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. There's a couple of people that yeah, came from NXT. Yeah. Um, Enzo and Cass had probably one of the best debuts ever. Yeah. yeah. As far as call-ups went. Um, you were in the building that night, right? Or did you go home yeah. that day? Yeah. That no, was, was insane. It was that insane. That was insane. Uh, Saray versus Tiffany Stratton tonight with Tiffany Stratton picking up the win. What are they doing to Saray? Why is this happening? Maybe she's cursed by the necklace. So the, oh, that's interesting. Like, see, so you would think, so maybe I was watching uh, Turning Red, the latest Pixar film, you know, and you would think the necklace would be a blessing that it would store, like, her, her power passed down through generations. But maybe nope. maybe she's unlock what's in the necklace to beat Tiffany yeah. Stratton. Yeah, like the Cruella the Bill movie, remember? Like, she finds out that the necklace, the whole thing is, ends up that the evil lady was her mom. Like, the, maybe the necklace is cursed. <laughs> I want to hear backstage of the story, meaning the HBK is like, remember, like, in Cruella with the necklace and the, <laughs> it was her mom? Like, because you know, H, like, I, HBK, I think, is a really rangy guy, you know? So he's right. probably got some sort of, like, offhand references you aren't expecting. Right, you know, for storytelling, like, like what we do here, is that what we do here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I blame HBK for NXT being so goddamn horny. Oh yeah, that's entirely horny, horny on main every Tuesday, man. <laughs> and we'll talk about tonight. Tonight, it reached a new level of horniness. Yeah, that was it. Was something. Yeah. Um, so after Tiffany Stratton got that win, we had Gunther approach. I'm Gunther. just gonna say it angry from now on. Gunther approach LA Knight backstage. Um, is LA Knight feuding with everyone at this point? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. Just making sure. Okay. Love <laughs> this tonight. Toxic Attraction looking for Cora Jade. Cora Jade stole the gold. Yeah. Stole the titles and. Uh, Hid one inside an equipment case. It was like the, the last episode of It's Your Move when uh, Cora Jade uh, trapped JC Jane inside the equipment cage tonight. We don't know how she got out, but she was locked in the cage. Uh, later Mandy Rose got her out. Oh, yes. And then later, Gigi Dolan in a dumpster. Uh, it was just shenanigans. All sorts of shenanigans tonight on the NXT. It didn't make sense to me. I like the, I like the cage angle. It, it, it felt very uh, home alone like the trap that she set up for her. 
Now, Gigi going into the into the dumpster, that was weird, right? Because it's like, why did you just jump in the dumpster? Like, you had some people serving you fruits last week. Why not call them and be like, get in there and get my title for me? Like, like she posts all kinds of thirst traps on social media. Use that to your advantage and get somebody to jump in the dumpster for you. Don't just go in there. Yes. <laughs> Okay, but suspending disbelief—it was a good moment to see Cora. It was, but I would never. I don't. I would never. I would never jump in the dumpster. I don't care unless Roman Reigns is on the. Okay, if Roman Reigns is in the dumpster, I'm like fucking dumpster diving. Okay, but <laughs> but outside of that, I'm not going into a dumpster. Only if Roman Reigns is in there, you'll go dumpster diving. Only with Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. If Roman Reigns is in the dumpster, say no more. <laughs> Someone in the audience is going to write some slash fiction about Issa walking by backstage and spotting Roman Reigns in a dumpster and going to dumpster just like, diving for yes. Roman Reigns. Yeah, and it's just going to go into excruciating detail of what happens next. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You're the one that put it out there. Because because I, I was going to say, I would never jump into a dumpster. And I know somebody in the comments is going to be like, you would if Roman Reigns was there. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just clarify it now. If Roman Reigns was there waiting, yes, I would. But other than that, no. I'm stopping this conversation right now. Uh, Why? It's NXT. NXT is the horny show, NXT. so we can go. <laughs> well, let's talk about Tommaso Ciampa going out, pulling oh almost a Mark Henry-esque goodbye tonight like tom brady yeah right like uh <laughs> really making it seem like this was it and no send-off that this is this is his final nxt appearance um very heartfelt very good uh referencing diy referencing his time as champ his time off uh very meaningful but we got a swerve when tony d'angelo appeared with a crowbar yes yeah. And then Tony uh, challenging to a match with Santa Deliver, shaking his hands, and then beating him up, and then doing the Godfather 2-esque, like, I knew it was you. Uh, you know, I'm going to be the Don around here after I defeat you with Stand and Deliver. What did you think of this segment and that swerve for this being the big Tony D'Angelo announcement that he was teasing for Stand and Deliver? Okay, okay. Uh, before I go and brag about Tony D'Angelo, amazing promo from Trumpa tonight. I, I was hanging on to his every word. I really thought this might be it. I was like, what is happening? Then he mentioned 2015, and you don't realize how long Tommaso Ciampa has been in NXT. He's been there forever. So I can actually believe that he's sitting there wondering what's next because he has been there a long time. You know, so I really did think that there's a possibility that this could be it, or maybe he's staying at the liver match. This could be it. But while I was in the midst of all these emotions, inside from Champa. I just see the amazing Tony D'Angelo pop from behind. And I, I literally scream out loud like, yes! I love that he said, you see, I could have done a thing there where I hit you in the back of the head with a crowbar. I was like, that is not honorable. <laughs> like he made us be like, give me some credit, you know? <laughs> Tony was great in this segment. I really, really enjoyed it. And I do think he makes a point. If you want to make you know, if you want your name to be known in NXT, you do have to be somebody of importance. And right now, it doesn't get any more important than the old NXT guy, Champa. I, I love this match for him as Stand and Deliver. I hope they make it a no DQ. He then added the little mafia kiss, like, Tony is so good. He's so good at what he does. This is not a character. I believe this is Tony D'Angelo and how he is. I'm bummed, though, this means he's not getting a title. I know, but that could be what leads him to a title. I mean, I think the Tuesday after Stand and Deliver, Braun Breaker, if he wins that title back, he's dropping it. And maybe that will open an opportunity for Tony to uh, ascend to the highest rung. I think Champa um, is just as big of a match for Tony D'Angelo right now. I, yeah. I would rather see him against Champa than in the North American ladder match, for example. He's just got to win. This can't be like we were Pete Dunn picked up the win. And look, Pete Dunn, Butch, who's but laughing now? Pete Dunn. No, that's what I'm Pete Dunn. Dunn. It's just like, well, yeah, it was a 50-50 booking that killed yes. that. And Tony got his revenge because he's, he's going to the main roster. I got a surprise for him. His name's going to be Butch. I know a guy. 
I know a guy. Oh my God, you're right. Tony D'Angelo is behind the name change. Yes, absolutely. No, because if it would have been Tony D'Angelo, they would have named him Petey Poppins. Butch is worse. <laughs> Petey Poppins is at least kind of colorful and has alliteration. <clears throat> this is true, but Butch. <laughs> Champa is the realest looking motherfucker in all of professional wrestling because that dude is 36 and God damn it, he looks 56. Yeah, also, I really loved uh, Trump uh, paying Scott Hall his homage when he saw the RIP Scott mm. Hall sign. He did the, the walk. I love yeah. that moment, too. It's very nice. Um, Indy Hartwell versus Persia Parada with Indy getting the win. They came out together like they were a team still, but then fought each other, and Dexter Loomis came out and caused a distraction. Duke Hudson came out, and then... Perhaps since the live sex celebration, this was the horniest segment in double like these. It was like two couples about uh, I'm not even going to say what they were about to do. It's going to use some lingo, uh, but it was like two couples like getting it on in the middle of the ring, just one upping each other. And uh, they, you know, thank God they ended it before this turned into like a key party or something, because this was just uh, exceptionally over the top. I don't remember anything from the match. (laughs) As soon as as Dexter came out, like I I forgot the match even happened because of every all the shenanigans that happened afterwards and the and the make out off. I don't know I don't know what that was, but I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. (laughs) I mean I'm just perplexed. Like it was like I was watching uh, oh what's the uh, what's the Showtime channel that's like basically softcore porn? Uh, like Showtime Extreme. I, I don't yeah. know, Glenn. Why are you asking me this? And why do you know it so fast? You because really have to think about it. I have bootleg cable, like streaming. And so I'm flipping and there's like Showtime East, Showtime West, Showtime Showcase, Showtime Family, and then Showtime Extreme, which is showing boxing. And then late at night shows weird like hotel softcore porn where it's like it doesn't show anything, but they're still acting like it's happening. Like that's what this reminded me of tonight. And I turn it on because it's I funny. It and Cinemax. I thought it was Cinemax that did that after midnight. Showtime does it too? Uh, Showtime, but this is weirder. Okay, so Skinemax used to be that there was nudity and they would show like kissing and caressing and they would suggest things. This look like, like I'm talking and people who've ever rented porn in a hotel room, which in the nineties was a thing like, will know that there are these weird edits where they don't show you anything that's X-rated, but they still go through all the motions, but you don't see anything. Like it's very weird. It's very awkward and I can only imagine, it must be the most awkward thing to film on earth. That's what this reminded me of tonight in the ring. I don't know what you're talking about. I am a very innocent person. I don't watch this kind of movie for channel. <laughs> My dog even starts barking like you liar. <laughs> Roman, don't expose me, bro. <laughs> and that's the point. If you're going to watch pornography, God bless you. If it, you know, if. It's it's your God-given right to watch consenting adults do whatever they want on camera, uh, you know, as long as it's uh, consensual and legal. But it's awkward when it's like, why? You know, like this was just weird tonight. This was weirdly over the top. It was. It was very over the top. Do you see the picture that Persia posted afterwards where she was like, I lost, but did I really lose with her lipstick all screwed up? <laughs> Oh man, uh, Issa's stream froze at the exact perfect time. So we're just going to leave it on that reaction shot there uh, while I keep talking until her stream comes back. We were doing so well. I, I will pause as well. We can make this like the thumbnail. I'll be like, uh, anyhow, um, oh, there she's uh, refreshing. We'll see what happens. There she is. That was the best frozen screen I'm back, I'm back. I don't know what ever. The dog bar, yeah, the dog bar, the 666, everything was just super weird. That's all. Yeah, Issa was like, I got to freeze this stream before I incriminate myself further. Uh, no, uh, but <laughs> this this is like, an, this makes sense. I mean, HBK told us in his theme song that he's, he's a sexy boy. And uh, I think the sexy spirit, boy. yes, the spirit of the sexy boy is 
all over NXT 2.0. But he also sent hands off the merchandise. And the hands are all on in NXT 2.0. Mm, it's true. It's true. All hands on deck. Hey. <laughs> uh, not a horny match. We had Dominic Mysterio versus Raul Mendoza. <laughs> Dominic getting the win. Watch the finish to this match. Dominic was very good, but he went in dress rehearsal speed on that 619 at the end. I always think he feels weird doing the 619. I don't know what it is, but I can't buy the 619 for him. When he does a double 619 with Ray, it just looks better. When he does it on like a one-on-one -on -one match, it still looks a little odd to me. Maybe it's because, I don't know, because I've seen other bigger wrestlers do it, and it looks sure. good. There's just something about the way Dominic, especially tonight, the way Dominic did it today, he just didn't click. Maybe it was the speed, like you said. But Dominic definitely looks like he belongs in NXT. And all the interference in that match with Fallon Henry, or Fallon Henley out there, Electra Lopez yeah. out there, Brooks and Dunn out there um, and getting into it, like, I, I wasn't even sure what was happening by the time this match ended. Same. <laughs> Same. I don't even know who's feuding with who anymore. I did like to see that face-off between Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. If that's a match that's going to be booked for NXT 2.0, maybe, um, oh, no, they can't do stand and deliver because the, the Mysterios are on WrestleMania. But that would be a match that I wouldn't mind seeing. Mysterios will get stuck in traffic on their way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay so when when you froze i said uh this was the the screenshot of tonight's episode and let me uh share my tab here no uh, yeah uh mainstream matt sent this over let's see here we go i i froze I, I paused for that so there you go there's the thumbnail for tonight's episode thank you mainstream matt. oh it's perfect too Ah, oh, this is what happens when Alfred takes the night off. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about soft porn, like softcore porn in, in, in Showtime and Cinemax, and the screen falls apart. It's better, you know, that was better than um than when you would watch like USA Up All Night or TNT, where they would show like those 80s films. And then right when something was about to happen, it would like cut to commercial and then come back and it would be like, that was a really crazy thing that happened last night. You know, and you'd just be like, yeah. why am I missing everything? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like as a young man, I saw like Porky's and Revenge of the Nerds and all those. I saw those on base, not even on basic cable. I saw those on like UHF. So I saw like the most sanitized right. version. I saw Risky Business like on basic television with everything cut out of it. Very different. Have you ever experience. freaking watched um, Boogie Nights edited? It's no. How would that <laughs> even be movie. like a movie? Oh, I, I can't remember what channel I watched it once where I was like, there's not even the plot's not even there. Like they had to cut and, and like switch around so many scenes. It was ridiculous. You should find it. It's, it. It turns into a comedy because if you've seen it and then you watch it edited, you're like, this is a joke. <laughs> wow. Um, so. Corjade in the parking lot about to attack Mandy Rose's Range Rover. Mandy attacks her. place in all of professional wrestling. It really is. The parking lot. It really is. Um, the, the violence rate greater than that per capita than any city in the world. The yeah. NXT parking lot uh, where no one is safe. And what? why did she spray paint her but not spray paint anything on her? That's what I couldn't figure out. Because it looks like the Toxic Attraction logo. Hey. But it also just looked like a white blob. It looked like a white blob to me. I didn't. Even, I couldn't even make out the toxic attraction logo. To be honest with you. Yeah. But as soon as she got in the car, I was waiting for the moment. I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> like I was waiting for the for Mandy to pop up. It was beautifully done. It was beautifully edited. And props to Mandy Rose, man. She is a fighting champ. She's not scared. She has never came off as a chicken shit meal. Every time she gets challenged, she's like, I'll take you on. I mean, granted, she has her group of people helping her, but I do think she comes off as badass, as she's not afraid to fight anyone, especially this little girl, as she calls her. So she did say, I'll take you and any other woman on. Yeah. 
which makes me wonder how many people are going to be in this match, how many competitors. But I don't know because last time she she did it in a multi women match, so, so yeah. we hope that the next title defense is a one on one at least for this one. But to your point, like. <laughs> Cora Jade is almost like the modern, oh, it's tied in. Like, this is like the modern one, two, three kid uh, victory, the way that Cora is. She almost needs to home alone it to get that win and have yeah. it be believable. You think she wins? I don't think she wins. It's weird that they would put this much into building her up because what does she do if she loses? I could see, I could see them, but that's the problem. It's like, I like Cora Jade. I think she's talented. I think um, she's come yeah. across very well in her matches and on screen, but she's not Bailey. She's not Daniel Bryan. She's not right. She's not over with the crowd as the ultimate underdog. So I think that a victory would ring somewhat hollow. I don't see it. I still think they're putting a lot of money and, and effort into how they make Mandy look. Look how they make the other two look. I do think that half the other half of Toxic Attraction lose the titles before Mandy. Okay, well, here's the thought. If they make it a multi-woman match, what if Nikita Lyons wins the NXT Women's Championship? Oh, man. Uh, don't play. Don't play. Be good. <laughs> it would be good, but I don't think it's hap- I don't think it's in this particular. I think this will stay a one-on-one. Build Nikita Lyons a little bit more. She could be the one. I actually could believe Nikita Lyons be... A credible contender, but you have to build her up a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. After that, we had the Creed brothers and Malcolm Bivens in the ring. MSK came out. They were getting yelled at by the audience. Yeah. You didn't think this made the Dusty Cup win looking significant? Because oh, it I definitely did, looked like, insignificant. They were trying to steal the like, like Creed had a point. They were like, "You're trying to steal our shot," and it was true. MSK really was doing something a little bit heelish there. They had no right to come out and say, "Well, you stole our opportunity, so you stole the opportunity that you try to steal from me." Like it made no sense. And now it's going to be a triple threat match. So they won the they they won the Dusty Cup for what? To have to share that opportunity? It just doesn't seem fair. I, I do want to see the match. I think it's going to be great. But it should have been Creed versus Imperium and then let MSK get the first match against whoever wins. Well, so with Imperium there, it's going to be a triple threat at Stand and Deliver with yeah. Creed, MSK, and Imperium. So Every week I keep on forgetting Imperium are the tag champions. I Every know. week. It's very odd. And uh, Cameron Grimes in his backstage interview said he's going to be a part of Stand and Deliver. Somehow, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot. I have a feeling the minority of matches at stand and deliver are going to be single opponent matches. I think we're going to have a lot yeah. of multi-person matches at stand and deliver. I think they're, they're going to use that to overpack the card to try and boost attendance more. I mean, possibly, but the matches better be fast. Like I need, I need NXT to be over by what? Three at the latest two thirty, possible. So I hope it's a small yeah. card. I don't know. I mean, no, no WrestleMania pre-show with the two night format at least, but it's probably going to start. I mean, I wasn't planning on going and then Tony D'Angelo had to come out Mm. and do that tonight. I'm like, crap, I'm going to have to go to NXT now. I hope that if that match opens the show, that'd be great. Oh, can you watch that and just leave? Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So what did you think of this main event tonight? LA Knight versus Dolph Ziggler with uh, Rude there at ringside. Ziggler getting the win, retaining the title, but this going over time tonight with this yeah. match and then Braun Breaker coming out at the end. I thought the main event match was a lot of fun. I thought both guys looked excellent. I thought the finish was a little bit weird. Like maybe they kind of rushed it. It didn't feel like, you know how there's that sequence where you know they're building up to it? Yeah. I didn't get that from here. It just felt like Elaine, I, I mean, um, Dolph Ziggler kind of won out of the blue, but that doesn't take away from the match. I thought the match was a lot of fun, and I did think it was going to be. However, I didn't expect Elaine to look clean. When they show Brown Breaker was in, I thought he was going to, you know, get involved, and it was just going to end up in a DQ, and maybe they will add Elaine to that match, but that wasn't the case. He lost clean. Yeah. Brown Breaker, yeah. Yeah, he came out. <laughs> that's the problem with not having Braun on the show yeah. is that is, I mean, like, seriously, I, I, you know, people forgot about Dre. I forgot about Braun so fast. I never forgot about Dre. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone really ever forgot about Dre. I think they tried to make it seem 
Like people forgot about Dre, but I mean, I mean, yes, the firm flopped, but you well, know, remember he, they do say everybody acts like oh, they forgot true. about Dre. They didn't necessarily forgot about Dre. True. True. <laughs> um, it was just funny because at the end of this, I didn't feel anything for Braun coming out. It was more of a damn. I wish LA and I would have lost in a different kind of way so that you could add into the match. So. I would say the MVP tonight in NXT 2.0 has to be LA Knight. Hmm. He held his own in the beginning with the promo, and at the end of the night, I was rooting for him a little bit. This could be his and He had that song. excellent segment with Gunther. He, I mean, maybe he wrestles Gunther, but I think LA Knight is on the main roster by a week after Mania. Do you think he's on the main roster before or after Braun Breaker? Probably uh, before... No, probably before. Right. Barely. But bro, let me put it this way. LA Knight, I said this on Twitter, LA Knight's going to be teaming with Rude and Dolph. Like LA Knight is not going to, LA Knight is going to be in like Madcap Moss territory, not the main event. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're putting a lot of evil into the world out today. I, I think Braun might be, I'm worried. I think Braun might be the next, uh, Cross or Keith Lee. I think they're going to give him some weird gimmick that's not going to get over. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you might be onto something. We'll yeah. see. But I just, I don't, I don't necessarily see Ron Breaker, Ron Breaking, Ron Breaker getting the oh. title back at Stand and Deliver. I don't see it yet. I'm not certain. Not saying Dolph Ziggler is going to have a long title reign, but I just don't know that he loses his at Dallas either. This would be the uh, the the, the short uh, limited series that you on Peacock called Breaking Brawn, you know the Brawn Breaker right. story. Breaking Brawn. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, You're so creative, Glenn. I, you know, I have my moments. I'm a little over caffeinated today. You know, but uh, hey, so I that was any coffee right now. Did I tell oh, you that? That's I right. can't have any coffee? I don't know how I'm surviving, honestly. I went, I was this was funny. So last week, I went a day where I did like a juice cleanse from Pressed, and um, it's like I'm not gonna have any coffee, but oh, I took this energy shot and it's all natural. And I feel good, and I look at the uh, the what's in the shot, and it was like matcha, and it like says in the back, like more caffeine than a cup of coffee. I'm like, no wonder I had so much energy <laughs> on my cleanse day. But, um, yeah. Sunday after spring forward, I did no caffeine at all, so I could go to sleep early Sunday night. And then I slept so much Sunday night, I actually woke up tired Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, I will say now that I'm like on no coffee, no anything, I haven't even drank alcohol Glenn, since Friday, <gasps> but I know, I know, but. I will say I am sleeping better. (laughs) Listen, I usually drink on my stream, so it's a big deal. (laughs) But no coffee, no alcohol for this long. They put me on on a diet because, you know, I wasn't feeling well. And it's just it's just funny because I will say I am sleeping so much better. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, glad you're uh, hanging in there and doing and feeling a bit better. And double duty today also on uh, the Wink Daily. Yeah, Nick asked me to join him on Tuesday, so I call it the Demon Diva Wrestling Inc. Tuesday Takeover. Because I'm go. here during the day and at night. Because I there enjoy pain. And uh, I'm not touching that one. Uh, so, Wrestling Inc. got its Twitter back. Big news. Yes! We they... won against the machine, Glenn. Are you excited? Yes. I got a copyright strike um, for a Brock Lesnar uh, loop where I took him dancing with the money in the bank briefcase and put like right said Fred's I'm too sexy over it. Like I got my first strike in 13 years on Twitter. Um, wow. so that's why I went through and like, I deleted every video, every gif, anything I ever uploaded that I'm just like, you know, I'm not fucking Cause after what happened to you with the DMX. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. One, well, that was one, right? That was your only strike ever. No, apparently I have more, but I never received the emails. That was I still argue with them back and forth over that account because for that one, I saw the email and they were like, oh, you should have received. It's, it's six. You get six and that's when yeah. they suspend your account. But I searched my email entirely and they never sent any other one. So when they suspend me, they were like, here's your strike. And I'm like, this is the first I'm hearing of this. And they still can't prove to me that they sent me any kind of communication that I needed wow. to take things down. I know I, they did be dirty, man. 
I went back. I deleted uh, my Jericho <clears throat> Vanilla Ice mashup of Ice Ice Bubbly. I like just got rid of my Alistair Black come and knock on my door three's company theme mashup. Like I was like, I'm just getting rid of all of this. I'm not fucking around anymore. Those were classics though. I well, I've got them somewhere on a hard drive. So, you know, one day, one day when copyright laws are a little looser, you know, then that, you know, they're that's what I would do. They're never going to be looser. Ever. I know it's terrible. I have so many dumb things I want to do, but that's my fear is stuff getting taken right. down, you know, or getting strikes right. or whatever. So who knows? Anyhow, everybody, uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Dynamite. Does Tony, Tony Khan have an announcement? Who knows? Tune in tomorrow oh, night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. He'll have an announcement of some sort. <laughs> Should be a fun Dynamite, though. Should be good. Uh, everybody, have a great rest of your night. Have a good one, everybody. Uh, and we will <laughs> catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.